Hello everyone, welcome back to the Fake It Till You Make It podcast. I'm so happy that you're back listening to this and I just want to say a massive thank you to every single person who listened last week. We made it to number 20 in Ireland, like in the top podcast number 20. I am literally blown away. Every time I kept going down the charts, it's like 47, 41, 27, 21, 20. I was sending the Snapchats to the girls. I was like, oh my God. I was like, I'm number 27, I'm number 21. Like. You don't understand the excitement that I had last week and I just want to say thank you so much for listening and supporting me. Um, I didn't even think I was going to make it to the top 200 in the first series, yet alone the first episode. So to be number 20, literally groundbreaking, can't believe it. Thank you so much. And I am so sorry that I didn't release a podcast yesterday. I was in Barcelona, if you follow me on Instagram you'll know, I was in Barcelona for the weekend and I was travelling all day yesterday and by the time I came home I was just exhausted. Um, I just wasn't even on my phone, I was just dead. Um, so I just didn't have it in me to think of a podcast to talk about. Not that I need to think about one. I have so many topics to think about, but I just wouldn't have been able to give it my all. So anyways, without further ado, let's get into the second podcast before I waffle on about how tired I was. So today's topic is going to be about self-love. Um, and it's going to be a little bit different, I hope, to other podcasts and things like that that speak about self-love. I feel like it's definitely like turning into a saturated topic and that's brilliant. Um, but I don't want to come across as like you know the kind of saturated thing that's out there just being like love yourself embrace yourself because it's really hard to love and embrace yourself if you're not happy with something and I want to be real and raw with you um anyone who has followed me on Instagram you know that I do talk about like self-love a lot like my Instagram bio literally says happiness is not a dress size and I strongly believe that um but I'm not just not about like your physical appearance I'm not about like literally loving your the thoughts that are in your head and loving how you think you come across to other people and just loving how you act towards other people and loving how you respond to other people like just literally just loving yourself um and obviously this podcast is called fake it till you make it so a lot of the things i'm going to talk to you about is how a lot of the time i do you can like fake your love for yourself until you actually love yourself and that might seem weird because that might just sound like exactly what i said doesn't work like saying like oh i love myself and then all of a sudden you love yourself not like that i'll get into what i mean in a second but it does still relate to my podcast title, Fake It Till You Make It, because I do feel like it is really hard to just turn on the switch one day and say that you love yourself. Um, but I do feel like little tiny steps and kind of nearly convincing yourself and just um, accepting it to yourself. Like, that's what I mean. Like, not convince yourself, but you just need to nearly accept it to yourself. Like, and just start accepting different things and just kind of winging it as you go along. And little by little and day by day, you will learn to love yourself. So that's just what I want to speak about. So a little bit of a background, um, I used to be, I say, I'll start off when I started college because I feel like that's when I was 18 and 19. There's no point in me talking about like my physical appearance in secondary school or anything like that because I literally was a baby. Um, and even though 18 and 19 is still like, it's, a, it's a, kind of a silly reference to look back on because you're still developing, um, but I still feel like everyone does. So I'm gonna talk about it because that's what everyone does. So obviously when I was like 18, 19, um, even 20, I was like a size 8, might have been a size 10 on the bottom because I had big hips. I've always had big hips. Um, but that would have been like, do you know, that would have been like my average goal now to look like, if that makes sense. Like not not that it is like, but like right now I'd be like, oh, I wish I looked like me then. But if you asked 18, 19, 20 year old Keely, was she happy with her body? I 100% was not. And that's something I really started to notice lately is that I'm looking back on all these photos of me when I was smaller and I'm like, oh God, I wish I looked like that. But back then I 
I wish I looked like something else. Like you're never truly happy with how you look. And a lot of people that are listening to this right now will probably relate. It's like you're probably looking back on photos of yourself where you thought your appearance was a little bit better. But if you think about your mind frame back then, you probably weren't happy with how you looked back then either. So when I kind of realized that that's what I was doing, that's when I really started to love myself now in the moment because I'm like, Jesus, if I don't love myself now, am I going to start looking back at myself in four years and be like, God, I wish I loved myself then? Or God, I wish I looked like that then, you know? Or even when I have kids and I've got like a, a mummy tummy, not that there's anything wrong with that, but you know, like when your body goes through um, beautiful changes, obviously, and when all those things start to happen to me and I start to get wrinkles and I start to get saggy boobs and all the natural things that happen to people in their lives, but when I start to do that, will I look back at photos of my 24-year-old self and be like, wow, I looked amazing then. I wish I could look like that again. Probably. I probably will do that. And I'll probably kick myself when I'm 30, looking back, or when I'm 40, or when I'm 50. I'll kick myself then for not loving and appreciating my body for what it is right now. So that was the first step in literally truly loving myself is that I will someday wish I was this way again. So... I'm just going to love it for what it is now because I'm going to envy it <laughs> someday. Um, so that's like the first thing that I kind of want you to take away from it is just realize that someday you'll be jealous of how you look right now. So love yourself for how you look right now. And again, I know I'm sounding like, just love yourself. I'm not trying to, I'm just, that's a different perspective to saying just love yourself. It's one day you will miss what you had. So appreciate it in the time that you had it. Anyway, so when I was a smaller size I was never actually like physically active or anything like that I worked in retail and I worked in pubs and I was obviously just moving a lot more and I wasn't probably eating too much when I was living in college I was broke always and that probably just kept me slim and then I got an office job and there was a canteen in the office and that's when I started gaining weight and obviously my metabolism caught up with me as every single woman and man's body does your metabolism eventually catches up and it starts saying, hey, you, you have to feed me right if you want to be looking a certain way. Um, and obviously I was eating lots of food and you know, I was sitting down for 40 hours a week in my new job that w didn't involve me walking around. And that is something that's bound to happen. It's not something that you can't beat yourself up about. If you really want to change it, you can go to the gym. But look, I really want to change it and I don't go to the gym every day or every week. Um, so that's why I've just started to literally love myself for what, who I am right now and it's okay to love yourself and still want to make changes and that's like a large misconception is that if you want to make a change about yourself you're unhappy that's just not true um and like I said like happiness is not a dress size don't change yourself because you want happiness because if it was that easy you'd think that everyone who looks like the ideal body that you want or the ideal look that you want you think that they'd all be happy when they're probably not um so yeah, the misconception is that if people want to make changes to themselves, that means they must be unhappy in themselves. And that's just not true. Um, it's kind of like if you have a house and you love your house, but you just want to paint the sitting room walls. It doesn't mean you hate your sitting room. It just means you want to make a little change to make it look a little bit better. It doesn't mean that you're not happy in your sitting room right now. You love your sitting room. You've got cozy couches and cozy blankets and there's a fireplace and that's where you watch movies and spend time with your family. Like you love it. But you just want to make a small little improvement. That's all it is. That's what it is for me when it comes to like making improvements on my body. And if I ever do say like, oh, I want to start losing weight, it's not because I'm unhappy. It's just because I genuinely want to make small improvements. I think that the only time you should ever try to make improvements in yourself that way is if one, you're like, like I said, you're doing it because you want to make a small improvement to something you already love. You want to like polish the diamond. You want to 
just give yourself some love back or two if it's obviously for health reasons I don't think anyone who is going out there just to lose weight just for happiness is going to get that you literally just need to learn to love yourself internally and kind of just accept yourself and accept the flaws that you have in the moment because you will be chasing something that's impossible I don't know if I'll ever be happy with my body um like in the the mirror wise like I don't know if I'll ever look at it and be like finally we've reached the goal I don't think that'll ever happen but I love my body for what it is right now like I don't look in the mirror and say oh my god state of you hate you but what I'm trying to say is I don't think I'll ever get to a point where I'm like yep that's it that's it we've cracked the code we've done it this is the body that I um I've always been chasing I'm not ever chasing a certain look or anything but obviously people have like a certain idea in their heads of what they do want to look like again I do think that if you actually end up getting that body like if I got whatever celebrity I love right now if I ended up getting their body would I be happy probably not because I probably would still have certain self-esteem issues in my head and things like that and I'm not saying for two seconds just because I'm saying I'm happy in my body that I haven't got self-esteem issues there's days where I try on dresses and I cry I do like I don't want anyone to think that I'm at a certain level where um or I don't want anyone to think that even like self-love means you're at a certain level where nothing can hurt you with your body and no like you'll never wake up and think you're ugly like I don't think that's what it is I think that's just a bit unrealistic I think even telling people to love themselves so unconditionally is an unrealistic standard it's the same as saying people have to have a perfect body perfect boobs perfect hair perfect makeup they're all unrealistic standards but so is this like unconditional love for yourself it just to me it doesn't exist but I have found like a kind of middle ground where it's making me happy and I feel like if you kind of adapt to what I'm saying like you might find that happiness too um like I have days like I said where I get dresses um I order them online and I try them on and they don't fit and I've had days where I sit there and I just cry because I'm like why have I done this to myself why have I allowed myself to gain weight and then I just take a step back and I'm like Healy remember what I was saying at the start of the podcast someday you're going to wish you had this body back and you're going to wish you enjoyed every minute of it and that's my idea kind of of self-love it's kind of pulling myself away from being angry towards myself and hating towards any part of myself and pulling myself away and being like hey girl like snap out of it someone else wishes they had your body someone else who maybe looks a little bit different is kind of looking at you maybe they're looking at your instagram pictures and they're saying wow like god she carries her weight well or do you know like i'm not saying that they say that or anything but you know the grass is always greener um but sometimes you just have to water your own grass <laughs> i don't know if that might be a little cheesy but i do actually think the idea of loving yourself unconditionally is unrealistic and i think that if anyone is going out there to go on this self-love journey and they think that the answer is to 100 percent of the time love yourself unconditionally no matter what then i just don't think you're going to find that well okay if anyone has that in their life text me i'd love to know because i just think that everyone has bad days i think everyone has a bad hair day when they say i fucking hate my hair and they've got a bad skin day and they're like oh my god why is my skin like this or they don't fit into a dress or if they're a guy and they just don't think that they look too good without their glasses on or with their glasses on or you know maybe their body isn't what they want it to be like I just don't think that a person out there exists that doesn't have these ideas of themselves like I just think that everyone does and to me my idea of self-love is that after you've gone through the horrors of being mean to yourself and being cruel to yourself you're able to sit back and be like no like that isn't a true reflection of how I see myself and I am capable of loving myself because 
I don't think that self-love is 100% loving yourself unconditionally because I just think that that's a standard that we can't achieve. I just, I don't know. Like I said, if anyone's out there that has that text me, I'd love to do an interview with you. Um, but I just think that self-love to me is when you're able to look at yourself and be like, you know what, Keely, you're a little bit hard on yourself there today. Look what you're capable of. Look what your body can do for you. Look how strong you are. Look at how beautiful you can be. Like, you know, like look at all the positives that are there and then be like, no, you were just being a bit too hard on yourself. And that's the achievement that I think is manageable and is reachable for everyone on their self-love journey. I think that everyone is capable of doing that. I don't think that everyone is capable of loving themselves unconditionally 100% of the time. But I do think that if everyone, if anyone listening to this is struggling with loving themselves, I do think we're all able to stop after we've been mean to ourselves for a few minutes or whatever it's been and be like, you know what? I shouldn't have been like that to myself. I should really learn to appreciate myself more and just have a little few minutes to look back and be like, no, I shouldn't have like said those things about myself. Do you know, like if you heard your friends saying it about themselves, what would you tell them? And then tell that to yourself. That's my idea of self-love. And that's just kind of what I, talk, what I wanted to talk to you about today and how I think that that's so achievable. And I'm kind of relating that to the fake it till you make it because I've gone through the whole works before. Like I've gone through, like I said, the loathing on how I look at the moment and crying the whole time and always complaining about wanting to lose weight. Like there was months there where I was talking to Jamie and I was just the whole time I was like, God, I'm so fat, I'm so this, just talking shit about myself. And the moment I started trying to go on a self-love journey and tried to like always be happy and always be nice and that didn't work either because I just couldn't 100% of the time look at myself and be happy. I just couldn't. I was waking up with spots on my face some days and that was making me feel shit. Like, you know, when they're all over your face and it just makes you feel a little bit down the dumps. Um, And when I started to look back and be like, okay, like, so what if you've got a few spots in your face? Like, you know, it's, it's your time of month. It's your period. <laughs> You're not pregnant. <laughs> that's a good thing. Um, And just different things like that. That's when I realized that that's the true for me, that's the true journey of self-love is when you're able to reflect on it and think differently towards how you are treating yourself. That's just what I think. So I hope that kind of helps someone who might be trying to find the self-love journey. And I hope that you're not looking at all like these gurus on Instagram and they're like, just love yourself and love all your flaws. Because as much as I do think that those people on Instagram that are promoting it that way do love themselves, I just think that that's also, um, it's also just an image. It's also just put out there and that's only a small little clip that they're allowing you to see. So think about the things that they're not allowing you to see. Sure, they might be showing you their stretch marks or their rolls and things like that, but they might hate something else about themselves. They might hate their upper lip hair. They might hate um, their bum when they stand in a queue. <laughs> like I know that when I'm in like a queue for like McDonald's or in a shop, I know I'm tensing my bum and I know that that's a horrible look, but you know, like they might, like that might be something that they're showing you, you know what I mean? So just don't think that, people who are promoting the self-love thing just love themselves 100% of the time because I just don't think it's true. And I want you to be able to find self-love. Like if you're listening to this podcast, I'm sure you might be struggling yourself with certain areas of your body. Maybe, you know, maybe it's your skin complexion, maybe it's your hair, maybe it's anything at all. But I just want you to know, like you don't have to chase this whole like, I love everything about myself kind of thing. It's good if you have that like 80% of the time. Um, and I do, but it's also okay to have the bad days um and then just be able to reflect on it and kind of change your perspective on what you were thinking and that's kind of my fake it till you make a journey with it if that makes sense like I had to go through different stages and then I finally was able to get to the place where I am now where I'm at a happy medium so I feel like I'm just going on a little, little bit of a tangent and I don't want you to listen to this like we're a good few minutes in I don't want you to be like god she's just repeating herself 
So I'm going to talk about a few different things that can be triggering for someone who's not in love with themselves. Um, and there are many different things. I'm going to talk about why certain things are okay. So the number one thing that I do feel like can bring people down. Okay, not the number one. This is literally not that... It shouldn't be that big of a problem. But a lot of things that do bring people down is sizing of clothes. Um, and it's how clothes size are different in certain stores and how people have to size up and how that can be like, you know, that can really damage some people and that can really affect some people. And my whole take on it is that we've known sizes are fucked up in stores for so long. Can we not just, you know, can we not register that information <laughs> and be like, yeah, look, we know that they're wrong. We don't have to feel so shit if Penny's sizes are different to River Island sizes. If we're a size 10 in River Island jeans, but all of a sudden we're 14 in pennies. Does that really have to ruin our day? Like, that's what I think to myself. Does it really? I've known for years now that pennies have crazy sizes and that their sizing isn't true at all to the correct measurements. So why should that make me sad if I have to size up? Why should that make anyone sad? Like, can we not register that we know that the sizes are wrong and that it doesn't matter as long as it fits, it should be okay? People kind of have like this thought in their head that it has to be a certain size or otherwise they've gained weight. It doesn't mean that at all. Like you haven't gained weight. Sizes in stores are actually ridiculous and they don't all match. I wish there was a rule that they could all match because then people might feel a little bit better about having to size up, but they don't match. But that's information we've known for so long. So how about we just take that info and just be like, yeah, look, we, ah, sure, I already know. Look, I had to get a 16 in pennies, but sure, you know yourself, pennies, you have to size up. Why can't we just have that? Why does it have to be, oh yeah, I had to get a 16 in pennies. Like, oh, I just feel horrible about it. I get why you feel horrible about it because it's horrible to have to size up to a certain size. I'm not saying to size 16. I wear size 16 jeans. Um, so I'm not like slating a certain size, but I'm just saying, how about instead of like feeling miserable about something, we kind of just think of the logical side of it and be like, okay, well, you know, we've known this info for a very long time. How about we just stop kicking ourselves over it? You know what I mean? Like that's just one thing I kind of notice a lot of people do a lot of the time is that they do complain about having to size up, but they'll be talking about brands like Zara. And I'm like, since when did you not have to size up in Zara? Has Zara not always been tiny? Like, I don't know, maybe that's just me, but to me, Zara's always been tiny. Some people kind of say that they have to size up. I'm like, yeah, duh. <laughs> I don't know, maybe I'm thinking of it too lightly. Maybe it's because I've genuinely thought about this for so long. I don't buy jeans in stores anymore. They don't fit me. Like, I would never even go into the dressing room in Zara's with a pair of jeans because I just know that they're not going to fit me, especially not their pants, like their unstretchable pants. Mm-mm, no way. So I'm just gonna kind of like give you little different scenarios and how you can kind of think more lightly of them the next time. Um, and I don't want to come across as like be a little in your feelings towards anything. I'm really not. I'm not trying to say like, oh my God, get over it. I'm not. But this is just my take on it. Like my take to dress sizes is that sizes are always fucking different and I've just accepted that. So I don't think about the size anymore. I just think, Jesus Christ, this brand is annoying that they have to make their clothes so tight. That's what I think of. I don't think of, oh my God, it's so horrible that I have to size up or size down or whatever it is. I don't, I just said, Jesus, I wish this brand would cop on so I didn't have to send stuff back. That's my annoyance. Now, it's not my annoyance because I can't fit into jeans. So make that your new annoyance. Make the new thing that annoys you is that the brand is annoying because you have to send it back. Not that you're annoying or that you're not good enough because you don't fit. It's not, it's the brand isn't good enough because they don't use proper designated sizing. It's easy to take out a measuring tape, measure the correct measurements, Put it on a jean size and put the correct label on it but they just don't they're not doing it they're the ones at fault your body is not the one at fault for this issue okay my second one um is something that people aren't going to agree with you're not going to agree with this and you're 
probably going to think the opposite to me, but I'm happy now, so maybe you should just listen to me. Um, people online compare themselves to people online. We go on Instagram and we look at a celebrity and we compare them, we compare ourselves to them and we want to look like them and have the same body as them and the same skin texture as them and the same hair as them. Even though we as a society know that these people are editing their photos, that Instagram is not real, that celebrities have paid photographers, paid editors, paid makeup artists, have thousands of euro worth of hair extensions, get their nails done, have a personal trainer. We know all of this. So instead of a society kind of looking at someone like the Kardashians and being like, well, they've created this like unreachable beauty standard and they should be sued for this and it's their fault society is fucked. How about instead of that, we just let the Kardashians continue editing their photos and we just realize ourselves, you know what? It's not real, so I can't chase that. I should know in my own head that things like that aren't real. So instead of me sitting here being like, well, I'm not, I'm not gonna be happy with myself until the Kardashians stop editing their photos. It's not gonna happen. Celebrities, influencers, uh, A-list people, they're not gonna stop editing their photos. Sure, lots of them don't, but they're not gonna. And you're never gonna be able to censor yourself away from people that are photoshopping and altering their pictures. So instead of trying to blame that for you know your own ideas of what your body should look like, instead of trying to blame that, just use a bit of your logic. And this was a hard thing for me to do as well. It was hard to me to, it was hard for me to sit there and use logic for the situation and instead of always wanting to look at Kylie Jenner I just used my brain and was like you know what you can't look like her because maybe she doesn't even look like her and now when I look at a photo I can admire it and I say wow that looks beautiful but it's not something that I'm like god almighty like I wish I could look like them or I'm not sitting there hating her for editing her photos I just have it in my head that they can't be someone I look up to and I want to look like because they don't look like that it's such a healthier mindset it's so easy to point the blame and say it's the Kardashians I'm, I'm using the Kardashians because everyone blames them it's so easy though and sit there and to be like it's the Kardashians fault for setting this unrealistic beauty standard but we're allowing them to because no one is sitting there being like okay how about we just don't look at them anymore like how about we just don't put them on a pedestal and we don't make them the body goals you know so instead of just looking at it and hating them because I don't think obviously it's wrong to be editing your photos to make yourself look slimmer and things like that but it's bound to happen. We can't uncensor ourselves to that kind of media. It's it's there, it's forever gonna be there and it's never gonna stop. No matter what, it's always gonna be there. So change the way you perceive it. Change the way you take it up. Don't take it up and look at them and be like, I wanna look like them. They definitely look like that, because that's not true. Don't sit there and be like, well, do you know what? This is why I don't love myself because people like her are editing themselves to make skinnier. No, just love yourself anyway and stop, stop digging too much into it just look at their pictures or don't look at their pictures you know don't think that they have to set the beauty standards since when since when do influencers and bloggers have to set these massive standards and and celebrities for the world like you know be your own person have your own thoughts i've got my own thoughts i've got my own things i don't have to i don't have to follow trends just because someone online told me to so basically the moral of the whole story is there is a different way you can perceive things um, like I said, like my fake it till you make a journey of self-love is that I went down the, like, I went down the route that I thought you had to go through and I went down the route of like, okay, if I want to achieve this self-love, I need to love myself unconditionally 100% of the time. And that was wrong. I don't think that's an attainable thing to do. I don't know if that's possible. Fair play to anyone who was able to do it, but I just don't think that the majority of people can do that. So 
that's step one understand that I don't think you can love yourself unconditionally but it's really important to be able to sit back and say you were really hard on yourself today Keely this is a reason why you shouldn't have been and just continuously do that and eventually over time you'll find that you're stopped doing it like I actually don't want to look in the mirror anymore um as often as I used to and like I don't put on a dress I've, I, I, oh my god I can't see I don't like put on a dress anymore and then be like oh my god I look terrible I look fat I look ugly I don't like I kind of put on a dress and nowadays I'm like okay another dress I look better and that's just my new thought of it because I know that it's not worth it to talk down on myself that much because it'll put me in a bad mood I won't want to go on the night out I'll be stressed I'll feel unconfident for the entire night so instead I just don't do that anymore because I've convinced myself so many times after arguing with myself that there was no need to do that so now I just don't want to do it obviously there is sometimes when I do still feel that way but it's definitely not as often as it used to be because I've realized that when I tell when I kind of give out to myself for doing it it makes me stop actually doing it so that's like step one notice that self-love does not have to be unconditional love for yourself 100% of the time maybe 80% maybe 90% you're allowed to have a few bad days but as long as you're able to pick yourself back up and tell yourself that you didn't deserve that much harshness on yourself then that's perfect the second thing that I think is really important is to use our logic and know that sizes and stores are different and they're always going to be different unless like a new law comes in that stops sizes from being different I don't know if it's going to change so instead of kind of getting so worked up and upset and I know why you're getting worked up and upset because I was you like I was worked up and I was upset and I was so disappointed um but then I just said okay look I can't change this I am not going to be able to become the managing director of Primark Zara pretty little thing all these different websites that might have different sizes I can't control what they do so how about I just control my own thoughts and how I perceive it and how I handle the situation when I have to size up and that's what I did so that's like a second thing like know that these things happen stores of different sizes it's not your fault it's the store's fault for not having like you know the same regulations for all stores that's just that's the second thing to know um and i'm not here to fill your heads with waffle and i'm not trying to like make a podcast being like just like i said at the start love yourself embrace yourself like it's not about that like self-love is literally a totally different journey to what people online try to make it out to be people are trying to say like it's all look and it could be people but lots of people do promote like the whole like meditating and all this kind of stuff which actually is really good for your mind um but i don't think that just that alone i genuinely think you have to sit down and just be stricter with yourself and be like you know what that's not working for me let's think of something else i can't sit here and you know like meditation and doing all that kind of stuff can only get you so far but if you are still getting upset because you need to size up in the shop it's time to use your logic and just say hey look sometimes you just gotta size up in a shop um so that then brings down to the third thing i spoke about and the third thing is comparing ourselves to people online um, obviously I know I just spoke about that a few minutes ago but it's just something that's really really important like just these things in life are always going to be there Photoshop is always going to be there we can't get rid of that okay we can't we cannot get rid of that not in this day and age it's too it's too much of a thing it's like auto-tune and music it's always going to be there um, so Photoshop is always going to be there and these celebrities you know at the end of the day they've got millions and billions of people looking at them like they might have flaws about themselves that they don't want the world to see so they edit them out and instead of us being like well they're wrong for editing because like we're all gonna have insecurity issues how about we just don't compare ourselves to them how about we say look they're doing that and it's totally fake and i can't compare myself to that person because it's not even real how about that you wouldn't compare yourself to a cartoon so think of it that kind of way i know that that one's a really hard one to do but it's something that you really need to do because 
people say it the whole time like oh online is fake but do people actually listen to that like do people actually let that sink into their head because I didn't for so long I knew that celebrities online and like bigger bloggers and influencers were editing their photos and maybe appearing different or maybe they had gorgeous skin because they were on TikTok and they were using um, a blurring filter which I've used myself um, and I use filters on Instagram you know like do you know what I mean like people do use them so instead of people being like I want to look like that person knowing that that person has altered a photo how about we just don't like stop setting that standard as the beauty standard and then you'll actually learn how to love yourself I know I'm making it sound I don't know if I don't know if I'm making it sound basic and easy to you I actually don't know I don't know what way you're picking this up um I'm really unsure of what way like I'm getting this across and I know that I only got one take on this because I want to get this out for you tonight um but it's just something that it took me a long 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 time to learn how to love myself and like I said loving yourself does not mean loving yourself 100% of the time all the time it just means that if I am ever harsh to myself I'm able to pull myself away and say I didn't deserve to do that to myself it just means when I see a pretty picture online of somebody I'm not sitting there hating myself because I don't look like them I'm sitting there being like yeah that's nice it's edited so I'm not gonna be able to look like that because they don't look like that do you know it's a bit of realism at the end of the day it's not me going into shop and crying because I have to size up in a pair of jeans it's me being like yeah well jeans are all different sizes in every shop and this has been happening for years it's just me kind of taking myself away from the situation being like I can't make the changes to stores I can't stop the world using photoshop I can't filter out anything that's going to make me jealous so I need to learn why I'm making why I'm feeling jealous and what's making me that way and then just fix that for myself you know like do some do some different things in my life that's going to make me change and for me that was changing how I perceive people online stop chasing unattainable things stop caring about what a label and a dress says or a label in a shop says these are the different things that helped me with my self-love journey I'm not filling your head with butterflies and rainbows and saying go love like go love yourself like that's just I just don't think that that's how it works I think it just has to be has to come down to a bit of realism and it has to come down to you accepting that you're going to always have flaws and you're going to be so incredibly different to everyone else you meet in your life do you know two people that are the exact same no and if you did that's really boring like I don't know anyone that's the exact same I've got twin brothers um I've got twin for I've got triplet friends I don't know anyone that's the exact same sure people have similarities but no one is the exact same and that's exactly why it's perfect you know people fall in love with people for different reasons so why would you want to be the exact same as somebody else you know carbon copy not for me Lo literally love to be a bit love to be individual and I know that's something people say like love yourself and accept yourself but I'm not going to fool you and say that it's an easy thing to do it's a hard thing to do especially if you are suffering with like identity crisis or you are suffering with you know you may, might have gained weight during the pandemic or you might be experiencing acne on your face and it's really hard for you to sit here and listen and be like well it's easy for her to say it's not it's not easy for me to say it's not, like it's been a really hard journey for myself to get to the point even where I'm at to even be sitting down recording a podcast talking about self-love I've had really really horrible days um where I've absolutely hated myself and like I said right now it's not that I love myself the whole time it's just that I bring a bit of realism into it and I say, well, what I, like, I say one, you're gonna regret this when you're older because you're gonna miss this body, you're gonna miss this face. Two, the people online are photoshopped. Three, the jeans in all the shops are different sizes. And four, is that you can want to make changes to yourself while you still love yourself. Um, and happiness is not in a dress size. Like, don't chase happiness by change. Change because you want to make little adjustments to yourself because you're happy with how you are, but 
it'd be nice to just do something a little bit better maybe you want to get fitter maybe you do want to tone up like I know I do want to lose weight but it's not going to make me happier it's just going to make me feel maybe a little bit more like rewarded I'm like oh that's a self of achievement like but it's not actually going to make me physically happier I shouldn't be happier because I'm a smaller size than I am as a bigger size like happiness comes from within happiness comes from the way I think my friends perceive me how like I, my boyfriend perceives me the attitude I give out like the vibes I give in and give out like that's what kind of what happiness is like you know like eating your favorite meal um and not restricting yourself to certain standards of society and things like that like happiness is different for everyone but happiness shouldn't be um a goal for a dress size like if I'm a size eight I'll be happy these are just the different things I've decided to pick up along the way and you know what I am happy and it like I said it took a long time to get here it is a lot of up and ups and downs but that's my own self-love journey I don't want to be coming on here with like smoking filters and being like well this is what I did one two three step it is and it'll be different for all of you um and it's really easy just hating yourself especially if you are going through a change in your body or something like that it is it's really easy to get into that kind of head headspace but just know that you will look back and you will wish you had that same body um i promise you and i promise you you look beautiful the way you are literally always think how do your friends see you do you look at any of your friends and say jesus christ they could do we're losing a few pounds no do you look at any of your friends and say god almighty their skin is fucking gross you don't you just see your friend I didn't even notice if my friends have breakouts. Like my friends could send pictures and be like, oh my God, these spots are killing me or like blah, 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 blah. But I don't even notice that they have those spots. You know what I mean? Because you don't. Like the people around you that love you just don't notice these bad things in you. Um, Sure, they might, like if you ask them like, does the dress not look good on you? They might be honest and be like, yeah, look, that doesn't flatter you. Like that's not them being negative. But I always just, I kind of just brought the realism back into it. I'm like, I can only think things of myself that I actually think my friends could think of me or my family could think of me and if I think that there's no way that they would say these things to me out loud or that they would be thinking these things then I shouldn't be thinking them either the exact same way when your friend asks you a question that you think is ridiculous like hey guys like is my fat pouring out of these jeans do I look like a mo- like do I look rotten like do I look massive you're literally sitting there like oh my god no it's like just think that for yourself take the advice you give your friends and use it for yourself honestly it works um but anyways that is actually all I'm going to say today I'm so sorry that this podcast has been a bit of a a bit of a ramble like I just think I'm still in Barcelona mode I've been traveling all day yesterday I know that I kept touching the microphone as well so it's going to be a bit of feedback coming back and forth but I will actually prepare this week's I'll prepare next week's one early so that I'm not rushing like I am today um but I am so incredibly happy that you've made me number 20 in Ireland I think it's a bit like 27 now because um obviously people weren't listening over the weekend and things like that because I obviously hadn't posted a new one (laughs) but I will keep on top of it now thank you so much for listening it's obviously not the big fluffy self-love journey you probably were expecting but it's been my journey and it's been a bit of a realistic one and I don't think it's anything that will dishearten anyone for trying like just give it a try start taking responsibility for your own kind of thoughts take responsibility for how you perceive things and stop trying to compare yourself to things that are like uncomparable is that the word I don't know but I'm going to love you and leave you guys. Thank you so much for listening. And I will have more exciting topics coming next week. I'm going to be doing some friend topics, some boyfriend topics. Because I know the things I'm talking about might relate to absolutely everyone. But I hope somewhere along the series that a uh, topic that I mentioned relates specifically to you. And I hope you took this podcast well. I hope I don't sound too vicious at any point. Um, I love you all though. Thank you so much for listening. Bye.